Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I'm Chloe Skye. I'm Jupiter F. Stone. And I'm Sarah Gorski. And today I am bringing you the tale of a super amazing broad who is the first computer programmer ever, period. Oh, <gasps> shouts out to your ancestry, Sarah. Ah, uh, a computer broad. Yeah. <laughs> Who is she, she is not the first female computer programmer. She is the first computer programmer. And this is period. Ada Lovelace. Oh my god, she's been on my list a long time, Chloe. I'm so jealous you chose her. (laughs) I'm just really glad I didn't choose Malala, because you did. I mean, and you killed it. But like, wait, hold on. I've never heard of this person. You've never heard heard of Ada Lovelace. So Sarah, have you heard of this person because you of your broads list? Yes, because she comes up repeatedly as like an amazing woman who invented computers. I see. More or less, more or less. Wow. Or at least computer programming. That's super important. And she 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 does have a cameo, not like actual Ada Lovelace, but she has an she's in an episode of Doctor Who, like a recent one. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I myself is not a Doctor Who fan, so I don't know all okay. the episodes. <laughs> anyway, so Ada Lovelace is born Augusta Ada Byron, and she is the daughter of Lord Byron, the famous poet. I was just going to ask that. Is is that her dad? Yes. Lord Byron is her father, and her mother is Annabella Byron. Uh, She's born December 10th, 1815 in England. Ooh, that's another world. Yeah. She is is also the only legitimate daughter, or the only legitimate child of Lord Byron, uh, because they were married when Ada was born. As opposed to all those other whores. Right, exactly. Or <laughs> uh, Well, Lord Byron is an intense person, too. Well, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk, <laughs> okay. talk a little okay, bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Because Lord Byron really wanted this child to be a boy. He was very disappointed when she came out a girl. He, so he left Ada's mother a month after Ada is born and Asshole. commemorates the occasion by writing a poem that starts, quote, <laughs> Is thy face like thy mother's, my fair child? Ada! Sole daughter of my house and heart? He's clearly just not happy about this. Okay, sir. What the fuck? That's fucking rude. And even though... What an asshole. Keep that in your diary. Yeah, it's probably, no. Like, and he probably like made money off of publishing it too. Guaranteed. Like, fuck yeah, you. Fuck what you. <laughs> yeah, and even though English law states that when they divorced, Ada should have gone. Full custody should have gone to Lord Byron because full custody goes to the man. He made no effort to claim responsibility and just left Ada with her mom. He's a rude motherfucker. Yeah. And he he ended up dying when Ada was only eight years old in Greece. Uh, they never had a relationship. They never really spoke to each other. But Ada's mother also didn't really want anything to do with Ada, possibly be- uh, because hello? of the, the disappointment of, like, you made my husband leave me because you were supposed to be a boy and you're not. Like mm-hmm. That is not the kid's fault. Exactly. The chromosomes, y'all. Right. The chromosomes. But Ada is raised almost entirely by her mother's mother, Judith. I bet she mad too. She's like, I thought I was done raising kids. Right. Nobody likes her. (laughs) Just Um, like nobody loves this child. She's orphaned. Um, So she's going to avenge them all and become a genius. Right, exactly. So her mother, Annabella, knew that if, if anyone found out she didn't, 
give a shit about her daughter, she'd be in bad social standing. So she went to great lengths to make it look like she cared about her daughter. She'd like write these long letters home being like, is Ada okay? I miss her so much. And then she'd include a note with that that said, please keep this letter in case anyone asks I'm a bad mom. <laughs> well, 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 she ain't stupid. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, did her did her mom like comply? Her mom yeah. was like, okay, yeah. I'll keep these letters, yeah. but I'm also going to keep the notes so people can... Like, the, 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 reason, the, reason, the reason we know they exist is because these letters still exist. Wow. Like, you could still read them. But the note made it, too, obviously. Exactly. Oh, yep, exactly. Grandma said, I'm keeping everything. <laughs> I'm covering all my ass. She kept the receipts. Yeah, she kept the receipts. exactly. Wow. Um, and in a few of these letters, she didn't even call Ada her. She would call her it. Like, she clearly was just like, this is not a human. This is not my child. I don't want anything to do with this. Wait, where did she go? She left it with her mom. Yeah. And then she... Traveled around, socializing. She's like a wealthy English socialite person. And so she's just like living living her life. Wow. She's like the opposite of Florence Nightingale. Yeah. (laughs) She was wealthy and all she does is like vacation around. Exactly. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she might have been something. I don't know. I didn't really look into her because she That's seems like a horrible person. So. Yeah. No, fuck her. We don't care about right. her. Exactly. And so, Back to Ada. <laughs> uh, so, so starting at eight years old, Ada is getting sick all of the time. She oh. has these terrible migraines that leave her like vision impaired. Uh, she's temporarily paralyzed after she gets the measles. She's confined oh to God. bed rest for years at a time. Um, And she struggles with health for her entire life. And I believe that a lot of these health issues are because of her being neglected by both of her parents so greatly. There's a lot of science lately that proves if you're neglected, you have a much higher propensity towards health issues. Interesting. Interesting theory. Yeah. Uh, I also find it interesting that her health issues started when she was eight years old, which is also right when she found out her dad died. Mm. So, but she didn't know him she didn't know him but she really liked him she read all of his poetry she was like a big fan of her dad despite the fact that he abandoned her wow that's complicated right and so Ada's mom is like really concerned that Ada is going to end up like her father and she called it insanity she's like I don't want you to get your dad's insanity which basically anything creative was insanity in her eyes and so Anytime Ada would show any interest in creativity or self-expression, her mom would be like, stop that. It's time to do math because math is logical and math is what's going to take you away from your dad's insanity and make you more like me. Which is not insane at all. (laughs) Right. No, obviously her mom did not understand that she needed therapy. Exactly. I I don't think anybody really understood therapy at this time. I mean, you should. You know, early 1800s is not really the time of great therapeutic. (laughs) Better help was not around. No, it was not. (laughs) But despite Ada's illnesses, she very quickly shows that she has a, a really strong inclination towards math and she's really good at it. And she starts thinking methodically, or in her words, poetically, about math. She's like, math is a mm. language like anything else. It's very similar to science. And there's all these rules and laws that like govern the world, and we just don't know what they are, so we have to kind of figure them out. When she's 12 years old, she was like, I'm going to figure out how to fly. Like, I really want to fly, and I'm going to figure this out. So she starts to capture birds and study their wings, and <gasps> okay. she, she starts... Oh experimenting with different materials to make wings out of, like feathers and oil silks and wires and paper. She ends up 
writing and illustrating a guide called Flyology, which is basically her sole focus for a number of years until her mom finds out she's doing it and is like, no more of this and takes the book away from her. <laughs> what? She was doing math. I know, but not the right kind she of math. She was doing charts and math. <laughs> it was like artistic math. Totally not acceptable in this household. So Because there were drawings to go with it? Yes. Drawings that she got from torturing birds. I let look, you finish, but look, look, I got feelings. I did not say she tortured Wait, Chloe them. didn't say torture. I, said, I know, but I got questions. What you mean? She just put them in cages. Wings. Yeah, I mean, it's like keeping a pet bird. She's just studying the wings to see how they work. I hope I hope no animals were harmed I'm, in the making of this look, biology. You know, she's she's confined to bed rest. I don't know how she's going to be hurting anybody. I'm, ju- I'm just saying, I would like some clarification. You know, at the end of the movie, you get the scroll. Okay. You just have that confidence. You know, that if, you wanna, if you want to do a Google search while I'm talking and see if she hurt these birds. I just might. I found zero evidence that she hurt any birds. All right, we can move on. In 1833, she is 17 years old. And she goes to her first big social gathering party with her private tutor named Mary Somerville, um, who herself is a is a notable woman. She is the first woman admitted into the Royal Astronomical Society. Mm-hmm. So wow. they're, they're like a well-off family. And her mom, despite being a terrible mother, is like getting her access to a good education and like really smart, powerful women. So Mary Somerville brings her to this party, and at this party, Ada meets Charles Babbage, who is better known today as the father of computers, because he is at this time developing this machine called the Difference Machine, which is basically the first calculator that ever existed in the world. Uh, and wow. he, he's invented this thing. It's made of all these wheels, and if you put in the right inputs, you can crank this wheel, and it'll spit out the answer for you. And he's talking about this to Ada, and Ada's like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Can I please come see it? And so uh, two days days after the party, uh, he invites her over to his house and shows her the device. So the two become, like, really close friends. They start writing letters together. Starting in 1835, the letters go all the way up to 1852. So they're, they're writing for forever. He writes to her about his plans and, like, what he wants to do. She writes to him about her ambitions and how she wants to, like go into the world and discover science and math and basically her her kind of her shit yeah 1835 she gets married to the family doctor named william king uh he is made the earl of lovelace two day, uh, three years later uh which makes ada the countess of lovelace which is where she gets that oh. title from Fancy. It's so much better than her original name. <laughs> yeah, Byron. It's yeah, way better than yeah, Byron. Definitely. Usually I don't condone to taking your male spouse's name, but in this case, damn. Right, right, exactly. And it's not even like his name so right. much as his title. It represents like... Yeah, status <laughs> and yeah, power. She's a contest man. Right. So at this point... Uh, at this point, Charles Babbage wants to make a bigger, better version of the difference engine called the analytical engine or the Babbage engine. Uh, and this time it's not just going to solve like simple math problems. It's going to be able to solve problems that have variables, that have polynomials, multifactors. So he's like trying to crack this thing and it's going to take a lot of money because it's so much more complicated than what he's already done. So he's traveling around, he's trying to get funding and uh, this... Italian journalist from France decide, agrees to write an article about the analytical engine. And in 1842, the article comes out and Ada f- discovers it written in French and decides she's going to start translating it. And 
So she translates this entire article about the way the engine is supposed to work. And along the way, she starts writing in her own notes. And she mm. writes this document called, just called Notes. And it's three times longer than the article. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> Notes served as coding. It's the first... Oh computer code ever written because she literally solved all the problems that he was trying to solve and couldn't figure out and wrote the way to build the machine so that it would work holy shit she did his work for babbage's work for him yes oh my god <laughs> and then this her her document notes get, gets published and is the proof that P these financiers need to see that his engine can actually work. Because he hasn't been able to, like, explain it to anyone fully until her document comes out. And they're like, mm. oh, I see. Oh, so wow. then they, they actually are able to make it happen. <laughs> so he just, like, spoke too much dude and no one, too much, like, weird scientist dude. Exactly. And was like, oh, no, here's what. <laughs> yeah, let me translate this for you into something logical. <laughs> Damn. Like, was he, like, grateful? That she did that? I think so. Like, yeah, is there I th any sort they of, were like reaction. They're they're they stayed close friends for years after this, so I imagine there was some level of but at the same time like she didn't really get credit. Like people right. the rest of society wasn't like, "Wow, Ada Lovelace did this cool thing." It was like Charles Babbage invented this great machine. Mm -hmm. I don't know to what degree he was like trying to correct the record and be like, "No, no, she she helped a lot." I I have no real answer to that well history has an answer for us yeah exactly <laughs> no he didn't because <laughs> it's not widely written right um but ada also uh, and more recent articles have pointed this out that in her letters you can see that she imagined a future basically the entire future of where computing has gone because she was the first person to imagine that these calculators could do more than just solve math problems. She said, you know, these, these calculators, quote, might act upon other things besides numbers. The engine might compose elaborate and scientific pieces of music or any de of any degree of complexity or extent. And she was really the first Whoa. person in the world to imagine that computers could do pretty much anything. And her, she's just like a visionary who was this whole time trying to write these letters to Babbage. Like, yeah, 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 but it's not just numbers. Like, you can do so much more with this. And he was like, yeah, but I'm really trying to just get the numbers to work. And like, But some of that stuff is like just coming to pass now. Like all of these like these like auto content creator things where like you can like stuff a bunch of scripts in and then it's going to pump out a script that's like similar to them. Like that is like just happening right now. Exactly. And she she this foresaw this in eighteen yeah the eighteen thirties. Damn, absolutely amazing. Yeah, amazing. Oh, we wouldn't be doing this 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 podcast right now if it wasn't for her. Uh, exactly, like, it literally it? wouldn't be possible. My to, whole career would exist <laughs> to translate what we're saying into a sound file into data numbers yeah. and then play it back for people to listen to. Yeah. Thank you, Ada. Thank you. Thank you, Ada. So because the article didn't really attract much attention while she was alive, she sort of she tried to figure out other ways to use numbers to like become wildly successful. And so she created these mathematical schemes to like win at gambling. She was like, if we have enough pe <laughs> if we get enough people together to vote strategically, we won't lose. And so she puts together this um, syndicate of her friends. And she's like, I promise this is going to work. I've did the math. It's it's going to work if we do it enough times. And it, it starts failing. Like, because there's not enough of them. They're not doing it long enough. 
so they have more failures than success. And she ends up thousands of pounds in debt to her friends in this syndicate. <laughs> were they like in... Were they like in the cas- the equivalent of the casino or something? And they were like trying to card count. With it's it? mostly like horse racing. Oh. Like she liked like horses, and she was trying to like game the system. There might have been like some like card stuff. Yes, exactly. And ah. she, she, yeah, she was crunching numbers and doing statistics that a lot of people couldn't. And they just put their faith in her. Like, well, this if this math checks out, but then math doesn't account for. You know, maybe the horse had a bad day yesterday and isn't going to run as far. Like, you know, there's you can't really calculate every Variables, factor. Yeah, yeah, that's like statistics and prob- probabilities and shit. That's intense mathematical but stuff. But the fact that she was even doing it just shows, like, how intelligent and how skilled she was in this subject. Mm-hmm. For sure. But then during the last few months of her life, we're in the, the 1850s, early 1850s. Uh, she's 36 and she develops uterine cancer. The doctors, they attempted to treat it with bloodletting, which modern doctors are saying, like, no, that probably just made it worse uh, and really exacerbated it and sped up her demise. And throughout this time, Ada's mother comes in and takes control over her life. Like, she's confined to bed rest, and her mom decides who she's allowed to see, like, who can come in and talk to her. Okay, mom, since when? Right, And and she also coerces Ada to make her mom the executor of her estate after she dies. Does she does she get a bunch of money when her dad died or something? Does she have Oh wait, I guess she's married. She's the Countess. I forgot. Yeah, she's doing all right. Um but, but Is her husband still around? Uh, her husband leaves her while she's confined to bed rest because she confesses something to him at her bedside and he he's like he just leaves and never tells anyone what she said and she never tells anyone else so we don't know what it was there's a lot of rumors that it was an affair uh because she has this really close relationship with this other guy whose name i didn't write down because it wasn't like super important to the story but like a, a month or two before she died her husband left her and never spoke to her again what if she was like hey babe you have a tiny dick <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hope that's what it was. I explain why he left. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't handle this that's anymore. I can't tell anyone what she said because oh. it I would know. ruin me. I'm just sad. I just needed to laugh. This uh, was feeling really yeah. sad. I know it's a it's a pretty sad little end to her to her life because uh, her mom ends up executor of the estate. She's not allowed to see any of her friends in her last few months, and she dies at 36 years old. But at her request, she is buried beside her father. So if you go to visit her grave, she's right next to Lord Byron. Oh Obsessed God. with dad all the way to the end. All the way to Obsessed the end. Obsessed with yeah. him. God, that's so... So did she... So she never really... She didn't really, like, invent her own... She just kind of did the math that led to it, right? Right. So she didn't actually get money and stuff from it. No. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't get credit until basically the most recent, like, 30 to 40 years, I think. There's been this push to recognize her and i think it was only like 10 or 15 years ago that the big tech companies decided to make an ada lovelace day uh to like honor and commemorate the work that she did as the first computer programmer did she do did she like publish a lot more papers besides the big one you talked about that like big like notes and all that was there more that she continued with like after that not really you didn't have time yeah no she she just she you know she liked socializing and then she's she's sick all the time 
Oh yeah, that's true. She was sick a lot as a kid. Yeah, there's a I lot wonder. of illnesses that happened later in her life that I just I didn't mention because yeah. it would just be like mm. a 20 minute episode of listing illnesses. Right, 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 right. You know, like I didn't want to do that. I would rather focus on her like accomplishments. Right. But that's wow. kind of that's kind of it in terms of at least the accomplishments that we know of. Like it's possible she wrote things that weren't published, that got lost, that her mom burned because right. she didn't Fuck like her mom. The, you know. So so who really she knows? She sounds like the Frida Kahlo of math. <laughs> kind of. Like Yeah. Like so like dealing with so much pain and unwellness and like ugh. Yeah, but just doing her best and Pushing keeping on trucking. And wow. Uh, but but lately she is she is known today as the prophet of the computer age. The prophet. Ooh. I love yes. it. Shouts out. Thank you, Ada. The yeah. prophet of the computer age. I love it. What a great broad, Chloe. Thanks. That's that's, that's Ada Lovelace. That's all I have. That's great. Um, wow. I thought she had published way more papers than that because I've heard her name so many times recently. Yeah, it's it's just like her ability to have seen so far beyond what anyone alive when she was was capable of seeing right and planting those seeds and leaving behind a legacy of like we can do more than this yeah like, the processing power the her imagination plus like that the creative side and the mathematical side it's it's outstanding yeah i feel like i've also seen her like on a bunch of like different posts and articles that talk about like women who did the legwork who didn't get who got shafted oh, for definitely. credit definitely. like she's on all those articles and stuff like that but right because I almost kind of imagine what what the world would be like if people fucking listened to her you know what I mean like what if she, when she was like no you could do so much more they fully embraced her maybe the world could have splintered off into so many I mean, other who knows? angles right. you know damn yeah. you never know wow Ada Lovelace. Ada Lovelace. Hey. Uh, The prophet. (laughs) Yep. So thank you so much for listening to Broads You Should Know. Uh, Check out our database of broads at broadsyoushouldknow.com. Suggest a broad there or at broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. And tune in next week for yet another broad you should know.